0: be the CEO of your own health, but Mm then be your own advocate. You need to be your own advocate. If you don't do it, no one will. And the doctors are not on your side typically as far as, I mean, they're great. We love them, but they're not going to go, oh, gee, go do this or try that. Or they're they're looking in their specialty with what they do Mm -hmm. and how they do it.
1: Hello and welcome to the Intentional Leadership Podcast. Today we're going to talk about your health.
0: I love talking about my health and everybody's health for that matter. It's really one of my favorite topics.
1: I agree. And interestingly, as we go in and we work with business leaders, it tends to be the number one challenge in their life.
0: Right. And you know, if if you don't have your health, you have one dream, one goal, and that's to get your health back. But if you do have your health, then you have All the dreams and goals that you could try and achieve.
1: Right, that's true. So I
0: really think it's important that you have great health. And sometimes we know what's there and sometimes we don't.
1: That's true. You know, we were just doing an assessment with a leadership team, the CEO and his executive team that we work with. And we do a life assessment because we want to help them grow in their, their leadership and their business. But if you're not taking good care of yourself, right, you're not any good to be able to grow your business and really do what you need to do. So it was funny. We did this and everybody gave themselves a ranking of where they were doing, what their biggest challenge was. And the majority of the leaders in the group said that managing their health was the toughest thing for them to do and that they were struggling with it, that their health often got put on the back burner to everything else they were doing. They just simply didn't have time. Right. Yeah, and we, you know, we have a story to share about how. I mean, we've always been on a pretty good health journey, but how we were working uh, with our leadership mastermind, and we had one of our clients, our members of the group, who faced a significant health challenge that got us um, woken up to a, a new test that we wanted to do and something we wanted to learn, and hopefully it can help you today.
0: Right. So we were leading our mastermind, and as a group of owners, entrepreneurs, and we, we met for our, our meeting and one of our clients just didn't, he didn't look well mm. and we didn't really say anything right at the time, but when we got, uh, in the car afterwards, we were driving away, we were doing our normal, oh, well, how did the meeting go? And we both went, wow, he didn't look well. Right. And then you reached out and said, Hey, I, I, I are you okay?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and he told me that he knew he needed to slow things down, but there was a lot. He was going through a huge transition in his company, and so he was working 60-hour weeks, he said, and he felt like he just had this instinct that he needed to go in to see the doctor. He, He wasn't feeling super unwell, but he wasn't feeling quite right either. So he went to his doctor, and his doctor suggested that he would get a calcium test for his heart. And that he could go just locally and get that done. The doctor gave him a referral. It was an inexpensive test, a couple hundred dollars, typically not covered by insurance. But the doctor said, you know, this is a good heart scan just to take a look and see how you're doing. And so he went in and did that.
0: Right. And when he got out, they rushed him right to the ER and they put stents in. Right. And so he had what, you know, the LAD, it's the main artery that goes down. There's four of them. But anyway, he had a hundred percent blockages on one. And so they rushed him in and they, they got the stents in and, you know, it was an outpacing, you know, they put the, you know, they put, they go through your wrist mm. and you're home the same day. So it's a really, it's an easy surgery for that matter. But uh, it was quite the scare because that's the widow maker.
1: Right. Exactly. Do you want to have a widow maker? No, no, (laughs) no, I don't. I don't think so. Or
0: widower maker.
1: Yeah. Have you, have have you heard of this? This is a particular heart attack called the widow maker that one of your arteries is filled up with plaque that it will give you a sudden heart attack that results in death. And that's why they, it got the nickname, the widow maker.
0: Right. And there's different types of calcium and sometimes the calcium is on the outside. Sometimes it's on the inside. Sometimes it's hard plaque or it's soft plaque so the hard plaque inside when that breaks off that's what causes the issue Mm. so the ct scan can help with that
1: right so after a couple of months um, he came back to our leadership group and he said to every single one of us looking everybody in the eye and said if you are over the age of 50 you need to go and get this test done and you need to go and test it right now. He said, because if I wouldn't have done this, I likely wouldn't be here today.
0: Right, and yeah. that's just you know one person, one example. And so-
1: Very convincing.
0: Fast forward, I tried to go get tested. I thought, wow, that's a great reason. So mm-hmm. I went for my annual checkup. Well, annual is probably not the right word. My checkup that I go occasionally to to the regular physician Mm -hmm, doctor mm -hmm. and they ran all the tests. And I specifically asked, can I get this done? And my doc says, well, why, why would you want it? And I shared the story and he said, well, how far could you run today? I said, do you mean like right now in these clothes? And he said, sure. And I said, I don't know, 30 miles. And he goes, no, you can't. So what do you mean? I can't, he says, if I let you go do that, you could take a space at the MRI, the CT scan, mm-hmm. to the radiologist. I, you would take a place from somebody that might actually need it. And I left there a little, little frustrated. Right. And at, I said, well, but I'll pay for it. It's not about the money. It's about, I want this test. Right. And he said, no.
1: And you were approaching 50, not 50 yet, and just thought, hey, this would be a good, along with, with other scans, with other tests for your 50th birthday to be able to get this done and he said no and i asked my primary care doctor the same thing when i went in for my next um, annual visit just checking in on everything which we recommend everybody do i went in for the visit and i asked the same thing i told the story i said this happened to our client you know he wasn't a lot older than me and he told all of us that we should get this scan. It's just a great scan to just get a baseline for where you're at. And and my doctor pretty much said the same thing to you, though he looked at my my heart resting heart rate and at some other, other tests that I had done in the past and just said, you're not a candidate for this. I, I don't think that it's necessary. So he also turned me away from getting this test. And so... We would have really put it aside for for a while, for a few years, actually,
0: couple years. Yeah. yeah, three years, yeah, and and then I lost uh, a friend in, at Christmas time, and he was exactly the same age as me,
1: mm-hmm. classmate,
0: a classmate, mm-hmm. and then another one a few a couple months later, really, and I went, man, I'd, it's time to go get this test. One way or another, I'm going to get this test, yeah. and I don't like being told no, so <laughs> I I was going to figure it out one way or another. And that didn't, I mean, if I had to drive to a different city, state, whatever it was, I was going to get this test. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you you found a new naturopath.
1: Yes. I was going to her and she was really into prevention as the best way to keep you healthy, not waiting until something went wrong, which our American medicine doesn't do the best job of that but actually looking at how can we prevent problems now to really save save issues later. And so she said that, hey, I can get this test. And for, for both of you, if you'd right. like, I can provide the referral. And she actually had the opposite mindset. She said it was a very good idea. And she was recommending to all her patients that were 40 or older to get this test among others, to be able just to get the baseline of where you're at. And it can it can usually tell you if you're going to have problems potentially down the road and if it's an area to watch. So it made so much sense.
0: Right. And so I went to her and we did a few other things because I've, I've actually lost my smell and taste since COVID. So it's been three years. And so she thinks she, we might be able to get that back through some other other vitamins and supplements. Mm-hmm.
1: Now they're exciting.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so... I go and I call up the radiologists and I say, Hey, I'd like to have an appointment. And they said, When would you like to come in? I said, I'm open, I'm flexible. And by the way, I don't have insurance. And they said, Oh, no problem. And so anyway, I called, How about tomorrow night? I was like, Okay, I'm in. Sure. So I instantly, you know, I dropped everything essentially so that I could go the next day mm-hmm. and went to the radiologist and I, you know driving into town it's kind of you're kind of anxious and first of all i've not had a ct scan and second i'm thinking what if they find something right right i'm healthy mm-hmm. i can go run 30 miles well maybe not that right today right. but i can go do most anything i want to do physically <laughs> and so yeah, but i was still nervous in on that car ride and right. you know you're driving yourself to the doctor and so...
1: And it's nothing that you were told to do by your doctor, you're right. actually asking for it. So you're taking initiative to get this done right. and then thinking, hmm, maybe I didn't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So I pull in, I park and, you know, fortunately I, and I walk right in and I'm the only person in the room. So obviously I wasn't taking someone else's space Good. and there were two people at the desk and i went to check in and she says i can run your insurance for you i said go right ahead but there's about a 99 percent chance it won't work she said yeah it won't work i said well okay so here's my credit card and i i paid for it right then and sat down i filled out the typical five forms that you need to when you go to the doctor mm-hmm. and and uh, before i finished them and i fill out forms rather quickly it's just straight nose and okay sign here and the person in the back came out and called my name I mean, it was that fast. So it was un- unbelievable how quick. Uh, so then we walked back and it's, you know, it's kind of ominous, you know, now I've started to really get nervous because I don't know what to expect. And the doors are shrinking in and, and, you know, feel like they're shrinking in and it's darker. And, and then we walk into this giant, room with this machine this contraption and i don't know if you've ever seen one but uh it's like a giant cylindrical tube Mm -hmm. and well it's you know a circle and then there's this bed and she said lay down on the bed right whoa okay here we go Mm -hmm. so um they're very sweet very kind very professional and there are two people behind in the in the room in in the back with the you know buttons for the camera i suppose Mm -hmm. and, and the machine so she You take your shoes off, you lay down, and you go into this machine, and it sounds like putting your head into like a jet engine or something, and... Right, it's not real quiet. It wasn't quiet, but it was... uh, She just said, breathe, and... Well, they put
1: put electrodes, I got this done too, and they they put electrodes on Mm -hmm. your body so that you've got, yeah.
0: Right, so they're doing that, Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. So they have the electrodes on, and... I actually was able to get my heart rate down to 52 by just breathing and meditating in the, awesome. the tube so it, it didn't really cause any additional stress for me to do this but you know at the time i felt right a little bit crazy right. um but and then what is it two minutes is all it is and pretty soon it's okay you're finished and you're like where did that come from mm-hmm. i heard somebody's voice and the machine starts moving in the bed the entire bed and that's it you know you put your shoes back on. They go, how are you doing? Great. That was no big deal. Yep. And off I go home thinking, check, done. I'm good to go. That's not, right. Not the case. And was that it?
1: wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah. You got a call from the doctor's office. Just yeah. To,
0: Three days. Uh, yeah. They said, oh, your results will be ready in 48 hours. And then uh, 72 hours later, I get a call from the doctor that the doctor wants to have an appointment with me. And I was like, what? Can't you just say my results over the phone? Sorry, she would like to have an appointment with you. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Mm. And it wasn't. And so here I am. I eat very well. I exercise. Don't smoke. I mean, BMI is fine. All the things, are markers. and And there's no heart history. There's no negative family. form in right. my family. right? So it's not like it's genetic either. And so now I have this, and I can't get in for two weeks, of course, because it's the doctor mm-hmm. and she's booked. Mm-hmm. And so I sit there and used my friend, Mr. Dr. Google, and I highly don't recommend that. Yes. Um,
1: don't, don't do that.
0: <laughs> don't, I'm good at, I mean, I, I'm okay with filtering. Right. I mean, I, I read the re- research and the reports. I don't read these random posts on reddit or quora or something where they're they have no clue um but reading it i was like oh boy and about two more days later my results popped up Mm. so now my results pop up now i have results to put into quora or into google rather
1: right yeah
0: and i still have a week to go before my doctor's appointment and i can read and i can tell you that zero is Always good.
1: Is the perfect score with the calcium test. You want right. four zeros. Mm-hmm.
0: And I knew higher was worse. Right. And I had a 90 and went, oh, that can't be good. And so, so I. So
1: you had plaque. That was I had built plaque.
0: Mm-hmm. And in, in the main artery, the L-A-D. And.
1: The very, the very one.
0: The, yeah. <laughs> the Widowmaker.
1: Yeah. The very one.
0: So I went to, um, waited for the doctors and we met and actually i met with my my men's group and we were talking about it and i was saying hey you guys got to go do this and one of the gentlemen in there said yeah i asked my cardiologist because he ha- he had a heart attack um this su- the summer and he said Oh, ct scans don't really work and he said even if i have it do an angioplasty with cameras and everything i can't tell if the plaque's good or bad or da 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 it's all just a bunch of malarkey and i went well, a bunch of malarkey. I'm okay with right moving forward. Mm-hmm. And what I, if you do traditional medicine, there's nothing you can do, and or you might get a stent, and that might that, you know that's their solution. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I was not a candidate for that. However, going to my nature path, a ninety meeting with her, she said, "Oh, we can melt plaque, and we can also this is a trajectory you're on." Yes, in three to five years, you would have had a fatal heart attack,
1: 75%. Scary news.
0: And however, if uh, we have a protocol that has positive results with people way worse than you, and we can re- not only stop it where it is, but reduce it. Right. Are you in? It's like, yes hey, sign me up. So anchovies and... Uh, <laughs> And sardines for breakfast is what I do right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's scary. Still is a little bit because I haven't had my new test. Right. To and show that's that
1: take some time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, what I didn't know. What I what I did learn is low cholesterol is just as fatal and or bad for you as high cholesterol. Oh, that's probably the biggest takeaway that I got was. Mm. I'm thinking, I don't need all that. I have low cholesterol, great, I'm awesome. Right. What I didn't realize is it's, it acts like a syrup. And so if something did break off, it doesn't have anywhere to go because it's just so slow, then it can cause a fatal issue. Hmm. Whereas if it's, we're moving the blood through faster, then if something did happen, it could just slide right through and it'd be a non-issue. So right. Right. Uh, we're, we're, we're increasing my good cholesterol and making sure we're monitoring that, but then um, the main thing, the main thing that I'm on besides increasing the you know in, increasing my cholesterol, sounds strange, um, is a vitamin E, okay. and it's a very refined. It's five different types of vitamin E, and I'm taking it uh, twice a day, um, along with one other for adrenals, just to to help the process. I think, and. She's confident that, you know, my test in in another month will be way better. Mm, and that's great, that's if, great. If not, even if we keep it where it's at, it's okay.
1: Oh, exactly. And the the good news is is that had you not gotten this test five years from now, you may not be with us because yeah. you look at you. You're like you said. You're really healthy. You're doing everything right. You have no, esque You have no. I'm not sure what that means, but anyway, you have no previous uh, history in in the family, which is is definitely a target. So we certainly believe in the power of traditional medicine, but in this case, I think adding the the traditional and the non traditional medicine and and using them both is the most effective path, and really listening to yourself and and what you should do. Right. So this is is actually really good news that. We don't wanna sound like a, a sob story here. We're a- assuring you that this is the type of test that you wanna be able to get, something that's a preventative test that gives the baseline. And so now you know you were diagnosed with a moderate heart disease, which is very treatable and something that you can work on. Right. And I got the same test and had the, went through the same experience. And of course, I think I was doubly nervous after he went in and I don't know my family history at all. And do try to take good care of myself, but I did that preventative test. And fortunately, my scores came back. Um, All four areas of the, the calcium in my arteries was I had a zero, four straight zeros, and very happy to see that. But now I have that baseline, and it also told me that the likelihood of me having heart issues, if I continue to take good care of myself, is slim to none. So that's, there's other things that I need to work on, but the heart, now I have that calcium score and that that's really helpful to have that
0: information. Right, no, I think that the more information we have, whether it's for our heart or other parts of our body, then we're in great shape. And so, yes, this was a scare, mm-hmm. but I, I'm feeling great, I feel good, I have a plan. It's a good thing I like seafood and so, because most people wouldn't eat it for breakfast. Um, and I'm taking some, uh, some pills, some barline's fish oil, uh, Omega threes.
1: So why, why the, just the, the fish, why the fish, what's the purpose it's, of eating the fish?
0: It's the Omega threes. So okay. the Omega threes are the good cholesterol. Okay. And so that will, that will help me. And it helps with brain function the Omega threes, you know, people talk about it all the time about yeah. how healthy it is for you. Right. And so apparently I didn't have enough of it. Um, so, or my body didn't, Mm-hmm. process okay. it however so we'll figure that out we're still kind of tweaking that but I'm on massive quantities of that to mm-hmm. make sure we're going down the right path right
1: right yeah well and we wouldn't have gotten this test ourselves had we not had a friend mm-hmm. who got the test had really bad results and I mean he he could have died and otherwise we wouldn't have done it. So are there, are there tests that you should be taking preventative tests? That's why we wanted to share this because we want to tell everyone based on what happened to you, um, based on what happened to our friend that this is an inexpensive test. I mean, what's a couple hundred dollars when you look at a heart, a heart attack in comparison and all of the, the dollars it's going to take to take care of you and, and get you well um, if, if you make it if that happens. So it's certainly worth it to get that done. And then and then just doing those routine things. And I know as a busy entrepreneur, I mean, we had this too. We had to be intentional about scheduling these appointments for ourselves. I know I'm great about getting the kids in and, and making sure that they're getting their checkups and everything they need to be doing, but how about you? What, what are you doing to make sure that, that you're taking care of yourself? Are you going to the dentist twice a year? So important to maintain your oral health as we get older. Are you taking, are you going to your annual preventative care check with your primary care physician, or do you have a nature path or something like that, that you're working with? I mean, just, I know a lot of women that I talk to, they, they can't tell me the last time they've gone and gotten a mammogram. And that is the, I just went and did that this month. I mean, um, in the last month, October is, is breast cancer awareness month. And the, the best treatment for breast cancer is to actually discover it. Early and then it's you can take care of it and it's so easy with a test to be able to go in, in and do a mammogram and and just other tests like that that you can do.
0: Right, I think one of them is just taking control of your own. The biggest thing to take away today is be the be your own, take care of your own health, be the CEO of your own health, but mm-hmm. then be your own advocate. You yes. need to be your own advocate. If you don't do it, no one will. And the doctors are not on your side typically as far as, I mean, they're great. We love them, but they're not going to go, oh, gee, go do this or try that or... They're, they're looking in their specialty with what they do mm-hmm. and how they do it. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily looking at alternatives and or other things that might be causing it.
1: Right, right.
0: So I think the biggest thing is just to make sure that you're your own advocate, because if I didn't pick up the phone, no one else is going to do it for me. That's
1: exactly right. Yeah. And then just to piggyback on that is we both had this situation before where we've had a doctor that or surgeon that's told us the only way out of this is surgery. Right. And again, you need to be your own advocate. And we both had a situation. I, I had a situation where I got a surgery done that now looking back, I may not have. And you had a situation where you hurt your knee mm-hmm. and you were told that there was no way that you're going to be able to run marathons anymore, that you're going to be doing, able to do the activities that you loved unless you got surgery. And then you went to your friend, Eric DeRoche. And, right. and what did he tell you?
0: He said, I can fix it. And give me sixty days. I was like, "What? Yeah." I mean, talk about complete opposite. And physical
1: therapist. He's a ch- physical
0: therapist, sports. Uh, uh, chiropractor, sports chiropractor, and does ART, which is Active Release Technology. I prefer just to call it the spoons and knives technique. Um, but anyway, he said, "Well, what's the downside?" I said, "There is no downside. I'm willing to try anything." And my surgery was going to be, um, you know three months down the road anyway so let's go so i went in there three days a week for an hour and he took out the spoons and knives they really that's just looks like a butter knife and they, they they move all the tendons and muscles to make sure the the that the blood can flow there because your blood is not necessarily going there and um after a week i was walking and that which was a little bit better i was still hobbling a little bit but i thought wow there's there's something going on there i i did scream a lot. (laughs) Uh, I cried. I laughed. I cussed. I was dripping in sweat. It was painful. And, and I had tears coming out just because it's so funny how painful it was, but I got it done and I'm 98% better. Right. And there's no surgery, no knives. Well, there's a butter knife, but completely different.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So always be on the lookout for an alternative the, you may need the surgery ultimately, but I had that 90 day window, I gave it a shot and it worked. And so, and the surgeon is like, no, it's, it can't work. You have to have surgery. It's like, oh, okay. Right. And so I scheduled it, but didn't need it. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yes, that's good.
0: So I think with that, some of the other things, what, what can we do or what have we seen through, you know, what have you done would be great to hear, but also some of the things, uh, we have, people that have done the DEXA scan. Right. You know, we have a colleague that did the DEXA scan just a year ago and he whole, very healthy. I mean, super fit. You look at him and he's a specimen really. Mm-hmm. And they found cancer in the DEXA scan. Right. And right. he was able to go in get it taken care of in 30 days or what, I mean, it was a quick, because it was so small and easy and early. And early. is the key. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, it's gone a year later. There's no no cancer in him. So there's the DEXA scan is another right. one that right. we're about ready to sign up for. We haven't quite done it yet. Yes. We just, so only so much time in a day.
1: Right. Well, I hope that this has been helpful for you. We just really want to urge each and every one of you, just with the learnings that we have that we shared with you today, is make your health your top priority. And I know with everything you have to do and everything you're shuffling between work responsibilities and home responsibilities, it's tough to do that sometimes. But if you don't take care of yourself, you can't really be the person that you need to be to be the parent you want to be, be the CEO and leader that you want to be. You have to make yourself and your health a priority. So, Go out there and, and go see your primary care doctor or another doctor if you haven't done that in a while. We hope that this is your reminder to go out and make yourself an advocate for your health and take good care of you.